Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Andrew Fuller was a Baptist preacher in England in the late 18th and early 19th centuries. His influence on both theology and world missions is historic. He was born in 1754 near Cambridgeshire, England. Andrew grew up attending church with his parents. There was no urgency in the preaching of the gospel in the church of his childhood because his pastor's preaching was deeply rooted in the unscriptural theology of John Calvin. To the extent that Andrew's pastor didn't think it proper to give the gospel to the unsaved. After all, the thinking was, if they weren't among God's elect, they couldn't be saved anyway. Listen to Andrew Fuller's own words about his pastor. My father and mother were in the habit of hearing Mr. Eve, a Baptist minister, who being tinged with false Calvinism, had little or nothing to say to the unconverted. In spite of his pastor's lack of a burden for souls, in Andrew's teenage years, he became more and more concerned about his own lost soul and his eternal plight. On November 1, 1769, at 15 years of age, he was walking alone, worrying more and more about his lost condition, not knowing exactly what to do about it. This is how he later described it. I well remember that I felt something attracting in the Savior. I must, I will, yes, I will trust my soul, my sinful lost soul, in his hands. I was determined to cast myself upon Christ, thinking peradventure he would save my soul, and if not, I could be but lost. In this way, I continued above an hour, weeping and supplicating mercy for the Savior's sake, and as the eye of the mind was more and more fixed upon him, my guilt and fears were gradually and insensibly removed. I now found rest for my troubled soul. Andrew was baptized and became a member of a Baptist church in Soham. Six years later, that same church made him their pastor. He never had a university education, as the ministers of his day commonly did. He was basically self-taught in the Bible, earnestly studying the scriptures, alongside many prominent Christian volumes, the writings of the Reformers, the Puritans, like John Owen, the English Baptists, like John Bunyan and John Gill, and the foremost American theologian at that time, Jonathan Edwards. Andrew Fuller grew more and more concerned with what he called the dangerous Calvinism in which he had been raised, ideas that discouraged believers from being burdened for souls and that ultimately prevented them from sharing the gospel. After prayerfully studying the Bible and being influenced by the lives and ministries of missionaries John Eliot and David Brainerd, Andrew Fuller wrote what would become his most influential book, titled The Gospel Worthy of All Acceptation published in 1781. In this book, Andrew laid out the clear, thorough scriptural arguments for why it is every believer's duty to take the gospel to all people. Listen to a few highlights. Unconverted sinners are commanded, exhorted, and invited to believe in Christ for salvation. It is here taken for granted that whatever God commands, exhorts, or invites us to comply with, it is the duty of those to whom such language is addressed. If, therefore, saving faith be not the duty of the unconverted, 
We may expect never to find any addresses of this nature directed to them in the Holy Scriptures. We may expect that God will as soon require them to become angels as Christians if the one be no more their duty than the other. Every man is bound cordially to receive and approve whatever God reveals. Unbelief is expressly declared to be a sin of which the spirit of truth has to convince the world. Though Andrew Fuller's book created quite a stir among the pastors of England, it had a very positive effect on one young English Baptist pastor who was seeking God's direction in his life. William Carey read Andrew Fuller's book, and he was deeply impacted when he read the statement, If it is the duty of all men to believe whenever the gospel is presented to them, it must be the duty of all who have received the gospel to endeavor to make it universally known. Andrew Fuller and William Carey would eventually become friends and would spend the rest of their lives in the cause of world missions. William Carey, of course, went to India as a missionary, where he labored for over 40 years, and he's known as the father of modern missions. Andrew Fuller, who had become the pastor of a Baptist church in Kettering in 1782, continued as a Baptist pastor in England for the rest of his life and he established the Particular Baptist Society for Propagating the Gospel Among the Heathen in 1792, the mission board which was later renamed the Baptist Missionary Society. As he pastored, he devoted 10 hours each day to promoting missions, helping missionaries to the field, and providing support for them once they got there. This self-taught theologian was awarded honorary doctorates by Princeton, Yale, and Brown Universities. His theology continues to bear fruit today. As his writings, stressing every believer's responsibility to preach the gospel, were a spark that helped ignite the fire of the modern missions movement. Andrew Fuller died in 1815. He's buried in Kettering, where he pastored for 32 years. The church is renamed Fuller Baptist Church. Christian, it is the responsibility of every believer to take the gospel to the lost world. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian.